0: Five minutes, project number five It's Silverado this time That's no job By Lawrence Kasdan Who wrote the show Gotta settle up now, Cause here we go
1: Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed Western Silverado, one minute of screen time per episode. My name is Dave, and for the final time this week, I am joined once again by Melissa. Hi. And today we are talking about Minute 35 of Silverado. And Minute 35 starts with Emmett, Jake, and Payden fording a river, and it ends with them riding
0: away from the posse. Once again. <laughs> and by the way, the music is still playing. <laughs> it really is.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they f- they ford the river. And this, I think we were watching this before. You mentioned that it looks like it's them, the actual actors. And I, I agree. It does still look
0: like Yeah, them. especially um, Costner, just the way that yeah. he's going in. It just kind of looks like him to me. And so they kind of flashback. You know, the, the first three are going in the water. Then it flashes back to the posse. And I like the scene where they're showing all the hoof tracks.
1: Oh, that was neat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you can see it like that. I don't know. Something about the visual of that I thought was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: And then they're going through the water.
1: Yes. Then the, the posse goes through the water. Then our heroes stop. And they look at some rock formation in the distance.
0: Yeah. So when we're doing the river thing, right, the... The impression that I got was they were like right behind them this whole time, like not a lot of space, but still somehow we stop and are surprised when someone starts shooting at us right away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were riding pretty hard. Now, it's hard to tell because we never see them in the same shot before this, I don't think. Nope. So it's hard to tell how close the posse is to them, right? Right. It may taken, it may have taken half an hour for the posse to get together and get out of town. I don't know. But for some reason, they caught up to him here.
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean, in in the scene itself, they only stop for a second. There's yeah. no cutaway or anything. Right. They, yeah, like they, as soon as they stop, it's boom.
1: Yeah. And they're shooting at him.
0: Yeah. So eh, it feels a little weird.
1: <laughs> yeah not sure about that and then yeah like you said before why do they stop and they're looking at this butte or rock formation or whatever it is and you know who knows like is there is there danger there we 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 don't know and it turns out danny glover's there but they'll talk about that next week
0: okay yeah there i saw no reason for them to stop yeah. nobody like Said anything, nobody made a move to, like, they were going to get off the horse. Like, just nothing happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, odd decision.
1: Odd decision. And it's one of those things. I mean, this movie, a lot of movies do this, but this movie does it a lot, is where nobody can shoot the main characters. Like, they are just missing by miles the whole time.
0: Well, at least this time, they're pretty far away from each other. It's true. It's true. Back then, I don't think the guns... Shot very well for distances, did they?
1: Pistols were probably not accurate at that long range. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're, we're given benefits of doubt here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but still, they don't seem too concerned. They're just like, woohoo, keep riding, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, like, oh, let's yeah. keep going. Yeah, and that's that was it.
1: Like you said, the 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 shot with the hooves looks good. the sh- the The mm-hmm. cinematography in this is pretty nice, and you know, it's. Westerns are known for that, right? You have this wide screens and this big expansive stuff and you get to see countrysides and horses and stuff. And, you know, they're doing pretty well with that in this movie.
0: They also had like a weird, like twisty, curvy little
1: Yeah, a little path. path. Going yeah, it, yeah, I
0: thought that was I mean, it it could make sense. You're going around mountains and stuff there, sure. so you, you got a windy path, but it's kinda of cool. Yeah. Because you got to see some kind of not like trick riding, but you know they had to take the curves.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> some some uh, skilled riding.
0: Yeah, and it did still always look like the actual riders. So
1: it did. Yeah, these guys it looks like they can actually ride. All right, uh, that's about it that goes on in this minute.
0: Yeah, I mean, just music,
1: <laughs>
0: and <laughs> I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna underlay the music throughout this whole episode. <laughs>
0: We want you to understand just how prevalent yeah. the music is. <laughs> uh,
1: do you have any other thoughts about the movie as a whole, seeing as how this is the last day of our week?
0: Well, do I want to admit that I haven't finished watching the movie yet? <laughs>
1: That's all right.
0: I didn't didn't quite have just enough time. Yeah. Actually, where I ended was when Jeff Goldblum came on screen. I was like, oh, I want that minute. <laughs> Just the feeling when he, like, yeah. pops on. I was like, oh.
1: Have you seen Buckaroo Banzai? No. <laughs> because I think he kept some of his costumes from Buckaroo Banzai for this movie. <laughs> so Buckaroo Banzai is this weird sci-fi thing with Peter Weller and Jeff Goldblum and John Lithgow. I mean, if I had explained it to you, if I tried to describe it to you right now, you wouldn't believe me that a movie like that exists. <laughs> But in that movie, Jeff Goldblum wears these weird, like super frilly cowboy costumes, even though he's not a cowboy, he's a rock musician, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And it's just, and so his flamboyant outfits in this reminded me of that movie.
0: Is it a space Western?
1: I mean, they travel through dimensions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A time Western?
1: It's a time, it's a future Western, let's put it that way. (laughs) I don't know if it's a Western at all. It's it's just a weird sci-fi goofball hmm. thing. There's aliens. I guess it's a space. There's aliens.
0: Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we mentioned Jeff Goldblum. We mentioned uh, Stella, who's played by Linda Hunt, who's fantastic in this. Oh, and Jeff Goldblum's character is named Slick, of course.
0: Spoiler alert. I haven't got there yet. Okay. <laughs> uh
1: okay. What else? The... Um, Oh, they they tried, they planned to make a sequel to this movie, but it didn't do well enough at the box office, so they they didn't do that.
0: So where is it filmed? Like, all these, you know, mountains and riding that we're seeing, where is this coming from? It does not look like Hollywood.
1: No. So there's a, uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico is where the, so after they leave this town, in our minutes, they actually go to the town of Silverado. Okay. That and that was filmed in Santa Fe, New Mexico, or outside of Santa Fe. So I think a lot of this was filmed in the sort of southwest Arizona, okay. New Mexico.
0: Yeah, I haven't actually visited those states yet. So that would explain why I don't really recognize.
1: Yeah. The uh set of Silverado, which we haven't seen yet, uh was that was built for this movie was used in Young Oh, Young Guns was another western from the eighties. Did you okay. see that one? Yeah. Yeah. Young Guns. So that's the set they made for this movie was used in Young Guns, Wyatt Earp, Last Men Standing, Lonesome, Lonesome Dove, All the Pretty Horses, and Wild Wild West.
0: Okay, <laughs> you know they did a TV series of Winona Earp.
1: Oh yeah, we watched a little bit of that.
0: I thought that was good. It got canceled.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have anything else on this movie. Just uh,
0: let's do our top let's three. Let's do our top three. Two, top, top, two. top two.
1: Okay. I'll go first, my number two is another television show, and it is Deadwood, which okay. is, I mean, my number one is is kind of just a silly entry on the list, but I love it so much. It's number one. Deadwood is probably the best true Western that I've ever seen. It, it, they did three seasons, three seasons and then a movie on HBO. And uh, Timothy Oliphant plays the main guy, right? He's the, the, the do-goaty sheriff dude. And uh, Ian McShane is he starts out being the bad guy, but he his character and his and the actor are so good and so complex that he becomes a sort of sort of ally to Timothy Oliphant against the other bad guy that moves into town to run another casino. And it's just every actor in it is amazing. And the the storylines are so complex. And it's and, you know, for me, I like the sort of the over the top violence and, you know, and, and they the language that they use in it. Is, I mean, it's very harsh. There's a lot of swearing, and what they did, they did the research and tried to figure out the actual like swear words that people in a off the grid mining town would have used in the late 1800s. And but they were they were like consarnit and dumb stuff like that that would have sounded really stupid on a TV show. So they have okay. them saying actual swear words, modern day swear words, the f word and things like that that they wouldn't have said back in the day, but would have have the impact today that those words that they would have used back then would have had. Okay, you know, and it's just it's just an amazing amazing show. So that's my number two. How about you?
0: Well, before I do that, so consarnit reminds me of that uh, old Orbit commercial. Okay, where they're cleaning the mouths, and so it's like a fight scene, and they're like cleaning their mouths up. So they're like, whatever you lint liquor. <laughs> Whatever. Hoboken. <laughs> Hoboken. <laughs> it's hilarious. So if you don't remember that, you have to, you know, go oh, on YouTube and watch the old Orbit uh, cursing commercial. <laughs> it's hilarious. The Orbit gum, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cleaning mouths. <laughs> I don't remember the whole spiel, but okay. it, it was good. It was fun. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of hard to decide which of these is my number one, and which of these is my number two. But I'm going to go with my number two is The Gambler, All uh, right. Kenny Rogers. Sure. And, you know, Kenny plays uh, Brady Hawks, who is kind of an old-time gambler. I feel like he's trying to kind of get out of it and just kind of retire and, and chill. And I think in the first one, he's got a, got a letter from a kid saying that he's his son. Uh. And he needs help or something. So he's on a train, he's going, and he meets up with uh, Bruce Boxleitner. Uh. <laughs> I can't remember the, the the character's name. But this is, I feel like it's pretty early in Bruce's career. And he plays, you know, a, a little bit like a Kevin Costner type thing. Getting in trouble, a little, mm. a little aggressive, a little um, overconfident. And, of course, almost immediately gets starts to getting into trouble, and, you know, there's some woman on the train, too, and, you know, they all end up going together. And I think eventually Reuben McIntyre might even be in. Oh, really? <laughs> that or one of the follow-on ones. But it's just fun. And, you know, I'm a big Kenny Rogers fan, and so it was fun. And I actually am a Bruce Boxeitner fan. I watched him on uh, Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Sure. Yeah. So that was where I first saw him, and then okay. I saw him in The Gambler. So fun. I just enjoy. I mean, they don't get better. There's like five of them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a big enough fan, you can power through them.
1: <laughs> I had no idea it was a movie. I thought it was just a song.
0: <laughs> it was a song first. Yeah. But then, yes, there are five Gambler movies.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. My number one Western is a stupid movie but i love it and i will watch it again and again and it is the Antonio Benderas Desperado.
0: Okay. Selma
1: Hayek, uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez. It's the sequel to El Mariachi, which was kind of uh Robert Rodriguez's first film and he kind of he he basically sold his body to science to pay for it, you know, he did got all these medical tests done on him and to raise the like $6,000 to make the movie. Wow. Yeah, and shot it in Mexico. And, uh, and then he did such a good job with that that they gave him money to make this with actual actors. It does not stand up to thought, <laughs> but the style of it is so fun, and I just love the way Antonio moves and acts in it and the lines are so cool and they even brought in quentin tarantino to punch up the script a little bit and they unfortunately brought him in to be in the movie for one scene and it's awful but Mm -hmm. but it's just such a fun movie and i love it
0: okay doesn't antonio banderas also play in zorro
1: he is in zorro yeah okay those are good too actually
0: i remember that one yeah I feel like I probably saw Desperado at some point, but yeah. yeah, I don't remember it too much.
1: Yeah.
0: That's your number one, huh? That's my number one. I'll How many watch, times have you seen it? Oh,
1: God, way too many times. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> When's the last time you saw it?
1: A couple months ago. Wow. Okay. Eric, Eric and I watched it.
0: Okay. <laughs> so would you say you watch it like at least once a year or so? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. It's a solid number one
1: solid number one (laughs) like i've seen desperate or not deadwood i've watched the whole series three seasons through like three or four times
0: you make fun of me with the office like you're (laughs) way worse
1: it's a lot less than the office (laughs) and i haven't actually watched it in like 10 years
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay fine whatever
1: (laughs) back before streaming and i had the dvds to deadwood yes i would watch it when Nothing else was around.
0: But. Yeah, there weren't as many options yeah. back then either. I get that.
1: <laughs> All right, what's
0: your number one? Okay, so my number one is who shot Liberty Valance hmm. with Jimmy Stewart and Bruce Wayne. That? Bruce Wayne. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jimmy Stewart and Batman.
0: <laughs> now that would be interesting. That
1: would be good. Uh, Jimmy Stewart would make a good Riddler, I think.
0: <laughs> Stop. He'd make a good Alfred. Oh,
1: he would make a good Alfred. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So John Wayne yeah. and Jimmy Stewart. Have you seen that?
1: I have definitely heard a lot of good things about it. I, can't, I don't think I've actually watched it.
0: So, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it. But I believe the premise is like Jimmy Stewart gets, you know, attacked. And I think he gets hit on the head and kind of loses his memory a little bit and ends up kind of being ends up in this town and in this like little restaurant and they like help him and then he kind of just starts like washing dishes for them and helping them out and he's trying to figure out what's going on and uh john wayne is the sheriff i think or sheriff or deputy in the town and there's of course you know the bad gang that kind of comes in does what they want leaves and they kind of see Seemed like maybe they have like an agreement with John Wayne and as long as they don't like push the boundaries, he doesn't do much, you know, just kind of Mm -hmm. keeps everything cool. But when Liberty sees that his name is Liberty Balance, when Liberty sees them, he realizes that they're the ones that attacked him. Right. And so he wants to go after him and, and I mean, you know, he, he's Jimmy Stewart. He's like the size of a twig. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't know how to shoot. We find out he's like a lawyer or something, you know. Um, So he just starts causing trouble, and, you know, the gang, like, wants to take him on, and John is very unwillingly stuck in the middle of it and has to try and figure things out, and, you know, then everything eventually resolves. But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I really like Jimmy Stewart, and it's fun to see John Wayne in there, even though he's like a begrudging hero there. Lots of good, like the people, there's some women and men in the restaurants that are mm. that are running it and trying to like get their business going and just keeping things moving and they're just kind of fun background actors. So it's good.
1: I think now that I look at it on IMDb, I think I did watch it after hearing a lot about it. Yeah.
0: So that's the one I've probably seen the most of like a real yeah. movie, real western. So I would go with yeah. that as my number one.
1: All righty. Yeah. Well, given, given your propensity toward country music, your list is more actual Westerns than mine. <laughs> mine are just more like fake Westerns. For the yeah, the
0: rest part. of my list is The Gambler 2, 3, yeah, 4, yeah, yeah. 5.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you can find everything I do on com, and you can find the Silverado podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or at silveradominute.com. Tell us your thoughts about Silverado at The Midnight Star, The Silverado Minute Listener Saloon on Facebook and on Twitter at SilveradoMXM. There are hundreds of other Movies by Minutes podcasts available at MoviesByMinutes.com. Go there and find one about your favorite movie, especially Airplane, Top Secret, Office Space, and Naked Gun. Join us here next time on the Silverado Minute. Yeehaw!
0: Yeehaw!